Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Ed Ray are joined by world record holder in powerlifting and highly successful entrepreneur, AJ Roberts. Here's a glimpse of the game-changing insights you can expect in this episode. Two simple questions that will help you prioritize tasks and reach your goals faster a fun networking hack that can help you land great opportunities with lesser effort. I hope you enjoy. So question here from Jessica about how uh, prioritization. What's up, Jessica? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Excellent. How are you? (laughs) I always get a laugh at everything you guys say. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So first of all, thank you, AJ, for being here. It's so exciting and wonderful to hear about you and your experience. And Ed, always a pleasure. And of course, Stefan, always a pleasure. So thank you. Um, Yeah, prioritization. So I'm one of these people, too, where I get a little overwhelmed and I'm slow. So I've been trying to do copywriting for a while. Um, And in terms of tasks, like let's say you wanted to write a Facebook uh, ad and you wanted to actually be an affiliate with it and maybe sell a product as an experience. But what I realized is like, you not only should, you know, know the copywriting, but then also like have a Facebook account. And then I understand you have to like season the page before you can even run ads maybe. And then you got to learn how to do the ad, you know, like make the ad. And then, you know, are you going to have any sort of tracking for testing? I mean, like, I hope you can see what I'm trying to get at is that there's like so many things. So how do you prioritize? Like, this is a good requirement. This is maybe like a do later. And then sometimes like you don't even know, like you also need that time to like learn, learn something too that gets built into it. So how's the best way to handle that is my question. That's a good question. AJ, do you want, you got ideas or if you need to think about it, I can always jump in, but. Well, I mean, in my younger days, I just throw shit against the wall and see what stuck, right? Um, but as I've gotten older and had smarter people talk to me, um, I think you have to look at what your priorities are, right? Do you have the ability to wait, you know, to figure all those things out? Or do you need money today? And if you need money today, like writing that ad for somebody else you know, is, is huge. And, um, obviously we, there's the, the job boards, but you know, Upwork and there's so many places to just get work right for cash flow, Right. Because I don't know if you watched the, uh, undercover billionaire show. Um, and, uh, the guy in, has a hundred dollars, 
And in 90 days, he creates a business worth $750,000. His goal was to make it a million in 90 days. And he was the former billionaire. But in order to do that, he knew he needed to, to make money. So he was driving around looking for tires to be able to get cash so he could, what he said, and I think this is very important is, if you're in survival mode, you can never think in abundance. So you have to figure out. So for he knew he needed, a, I can't remember the exact amount, a couple thousand dollars for rent and food for the 90 days. So then he could focus on actually the business stuff. So that was the first goal. So you have to kind of chunk your goals. Um, and I thought that was just with the show is an interesting show. Um, some stuff I didn't necessarily thought was that great, but that was something that early on. I was like, you know, for so many people, that's so important. If you, if you're in survival or how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay my rent? It's really difficult to think long-term. So get that taken care of first. And maybe that is taking, you know, getting on salary with someone and just having that security while you do the side hustle. Um, but to me, that's really how you prioritize. And, you know, if the goal is to just get a client, like that's the whole focus until you get that client, then you can work on that next thing. Um, might not be the answer most want to hear, but that's normally, you know, it, it, he got, he built, a, I don't know why he chose a restaurant as his business. I thought that was an interesting thing, but he chose to open a restaurant and it, it goes how he got there. I just found it still an interesting thing, but um, to get there, he sold, he sold tires that he found, then he flipped two cars then he flipped the house and to, to be able to open a restaurant. He did all of that in 90 days. So none of the stuff he did before the restaurant was related to the restaurant. It was just to get the cash flow for the restaurant. So um, there's some, some great lessons in it, but um, you know, that, that would be my advice. Wonderful. Thank you. That was awesome. Thanks for asking that question, Jessica. Thank you I guys. Like have a great holiday. Cover billionaire, Stefan. I, mean, I feel like I want to. I feel yeah, like Grant Cadone's on it this next I season, know, season two. And I was like, how did he, I, he's not a billionaire. How did that happen? He is calling himself a billionaire now. So no, yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I know. I was thinking about that. I'm like, what would I do for a hundred? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking pretty heavily about doing a reality show in 2021. I'm probably going to do that. There's just so many things I want to do, but, um, but I won't necessarily do, but it'll be fun to, to take a hundred dollars. I'm thinking about what I would do. I mean, the funny thing is I'm like, do I have like a computer or an internet connection? Right. Yeah. Cause if I do, then you could just like get a job, like Ash, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's going off work or whatever. And, um, you know, Fiverr, I mean, dude, Ariba Ahmed, who, you know, Justin just interviewed and she's in copy accelerator, like, but she was before even she joined copy accelerator, she was doing Fiverr gigs, but she was turning them into like thousand dollar, like single one-off projects with clients from Fiverr. So she was doing these like thousand dollar gigs on Fiverr. Um, just by like upselling and doing all this really smart stuff. So, you know, it's like you, I don't know, man. I, I, you don't want to oversimplify it. I understand it's hard, but like it also isn't. It's like you, there are opportunities there. A lot of the times it's just like, like classic sales, like everything, right? You have to hear a hundred no's until you hear the first yes, but all it takes is the one yes. But it's like, true. I can't have people who are like, oh, I emailed 20 people and didn't hear back. So I think I'm going to give up. You know, 20 people, imagine if you're like on a sales floor, and you call 20 people and they get a yes. And you're like, well, I guess, you know, this whole thing doesn't work. Right. And as you sit in this giant building that was like owned by the company that was built by sales and, you know, um, it, it's really about perseverance sometimes too. So I don't know, not to, not to rant. And what we, what we got, who's next? So okay, two more here. Uh, where do you do research if you couldn't get enough info in forums and Amazon reviews? Let's say you want to research about entrepreneur struggles. I feel like you should be able to get 
a lot of information yeah much more struggles on forums and stuff like that unless but, it's um, like high-end digital marketing or something like really niche like that yeah but i mean i would go to like facebook groups i would look at like facebook groups yeah. um maybe linkedin groups stuff like that go on social media um and there's blogs i mean there's so many entrepreneurial blogs that you could go to where people are like talking about their struggles and journeys and then you know, not just looking at that, but if the ones that have comments and people who would be commenting like, oh, I feel the same way I've experienced this, you know. Um, but yeah, I'd probably immediately I'd go to Facebook groups for entrepreneurs and, and things of that nature and see people sharing what they're uh, struggling. Yeah, Santiago, I've used that before too. Santiago shared the Fastlane uh, forum, uh, which is good for, for the entrepreneurial niche too. Good, good share, Santiago. Usually going to like masterminds and like paid groups is you'll get a lot more qualified information. Yeah. 100%. Cool. And I was going to say the bar at events. Yeah, the bar. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, that's where everyone, all the cool people hang out today. Eh? <laughs> it is. Uh, and I mean, but I think that advice, because we don't have one question left anyway, I think so. We got 15 minutes, so I'll rant for a second, which is that, um, not rant, just talk. But um, yeah, man, like it's so transparent. When you go to an event and somebody comes up and they're like trying to pitch you right away, it's such a big turnoff. But when you just start talking to people and you like them, um, you know, it's like, you're way more likely to do business with them after that. Yeah, ben Marcoux, who was on this call, I don't know if he still is or not, he did a thing in my Freelancer Freedom course about, he calls it like exponential marketing. And essentially his whole thing was when you go to an event, basically making friends with one person and another person, you get like a little crew. And then like, that's your crew at the event and you guys stick together and you hang out. And then like over time that crew starts going out and like they're all meeting people. And then like, they're like introducing like, oh, you should talk to Ben because he does this. And now your friends and your crew are like introducing, you know, other people to you and you're introducing people to your crew, you're basically just all kind of helping each other by like going out and making intros. Cause when you have like a, like an intro that comes in, right? Like when, if I go to myself and like, Hey, I'm Stefan, I'm like a copywriter. I mean, like today, maybe that would work, but early on it wouldn't. But if like, you know, three people, if like AJ and Ed and you know, whoever else go up and they're like, Oh, oh yeah. Talk to us. I'm a copywriter, Stefan, you should talk to him. And they go, even though like they don't, don't know a ton about me, just by the fact that they're introducing me now, like that increases the chance of that person looking at me as like an expert or an authority compared to me going and doing it. So how that happens is if you have like relationships and friendships, it's not about the, the person you meet and like that shouldn't be, that's not transaction. No, it shouldn't be, it's relational. But once you have those relationships there, then again, it's like people, they're out doing other stuff and somebody brings up like, oh, I need a copywriter. I need an e-com expert. I need like a optimization, whatever it is. They, you know, people you've been talking to think about you and they bring the, those people to you. So I think that's really good. And yeah, Chad Fallman said, pro tip, get in the habit of introducing people. That, I totally agree. I just, the more you start introducing people and connecting people, like it just, uh, it's, it's better for you. People value it, they remember it, but then also people want to reciprocate. So then they start trying to introduce uh, people to you as well. And again, you can do that stuff in like Facebook groups as well. You don't have to do it on, offline. You can do that stuff in Facebook groups, like Santiago said, things like that as well. And I would say like, cause we know most of us are like truly like, everyone thinks we're extrovert, but we're not, we're introvert. We like to go in our cave research, like, like, I didn't even consider myself a researcher and I'm like, yeah, I love to read and gain knowledge and then present it, but I don't want to like be with people every day and stuff. So like, I think one of the things like when you go to events is like, say, Hey, I need a roommate. Mm. Right. Or like, is there a, is like, does anybody want to get an Airbnb? Because most people, like there's a group of people who, you know, like want to save money and want to want and and don't know anybody themselves so you can instantly have a crew you don't even have to go introduce yourself to anyone just from before the event saying does anyone need a roommate or something i've seen that like i think back to the events that like were the best for me it was like when i had roommates and stuff because 
they usually know other people already. And so if you know nobody, all of a sudden you're actually adopted into that group right away and you can't help but build a friendship. So, um, you know, force yourself into that uncomfortable situation of sharing a room, um, you know, or, or a house that luckily with Airbnb, you don't necessarily have to be in that room. But yeah, I think it's like putting that, putting yourself in that situation because I know even now, like if I have to go introduce myself, it's, it's not my favorite thing to do, you know? Yeah, I hate introducing myself. I'm so awkward, but you're right. That is, that's awesome. That's a really good call. I can think of two different times I did that that were both worked really well. One was um, like Connective did a uh, event in Key West in like 2015. And I stayed at a house and um, out of that, like two years later, one of the people from that house hired me for like 50 grand for something. And then Matt, who I was in the house with Matt, who you was know, out of Connective and they're a sponsor of Copy Accelerator and um, you know, built relationships with people at that event that then had a long tail ROI. But at the time I didn't, it wasn't doing it, you know, it wasn't transactional. It was just like there, cause that was like what the options were. And, um, and then with Ed O'Keefe, I was in his mastermind for a couple of years and really that was the first mastermind I was in. I got a ton of value from it. And um, we went to traffic and conversion one year and uh, he had, I think, I think, I think before it or something. And a bunch of us like shared an Airbnb in downtown San Diego and like the little Italy. And um bunch of those people I'm still friends with, like really good friends with to this day. And we've done business together and stuff like that. But I, yeah, that's great advice, AJ. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is Georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.